Greetings, everyone, and praise be Jesus Christ. Last week in the Sunday Gospel, we heard that very shocking and sobering message from our Lord that he came not for peace, but for division. We heard that he has a deep desire that there would be a fire on the earth. That was all in Luke 12. This week in this Gospel, we turn the chapter and we hear a continued shocking message that is quite sober. We hear about this narrow gate attempting to enter and being unable. And what's more, the Lord's not knowing where we are from. As familiar as we are with this narrow gate imagery, as debated as the question we hear in the gospel today, will many be saved or how many will be saved? It does us well to examine this gospel in the context of this Sunday liturgy, in the light of faith and truth, to hear again these important words of the Lord. St. Luke situates this scene with Jesus walking with his disciples, passing through towns and villages. And he tells us that Jesus is making his way to Jerusalem, to the city of peace. Last week, we heard what kind of peace the Lord was talking about, not just the absence of war or conflict, not just tranquility, but a tranquility of right order. This week, we see the way to that right order, to that true and lasting peace. We see what walking with the Lord Jesus looks like. Not only being divided from all that separates us from him, but being united. An overarching theme is discipleship and discipline. Those words sound alike, and they are related. To be a disciple of Christ is to exercise discipline. And those two words mean a student, uh, to learn. It demands changing. It evokes formation. In my Bible, these, the, chapter, the section of this chapter is the call to repentance. And so, to this question, will only a few be saved? Jesus does not say yes or no. Rather, he shows and speaks of this narrow gate. At other times, when asked this question, he says, it's impossible without God to be saved. But with God, all things are possible. And so criterion number one, to be with God. They say to him, Lord, we were with you. And he says, I do not know where you are from. My friends, to be with God is allow him to know us and to love us. To let him know where we are from. All of those places that we have been, to allow his light his mercy, and his grace to be present there. And how often it is the case that a human being who even comes to church on Sundays 
or a human being that wears these priestly vestments can go about life without the Lord knowing where he or she is from. One can be close to the Lord, but not allow the Lord to be with him in those tender spots, in those spots where the Lord is most needed. I remember one time making a confession on a retreat, and I remember this confession because the priest met me at the door of the confessional, and he handed me a crucifix. And he said, Behold and receive the sign of God's love for you. While I don't remember exactly what I confessed that day, I remember holding on to that crucifix and looking upon that body of the Lord and his love. And Jesus knew where I was from because I spoke to him the places that I have been that were not with him. And I knew a deeper communion. My friends, being with the Lord now so as to be with him forever in heaven, it's so important. Let the Lord know where you're from. Number two, while the gospel tells us that the road is narrow that leads to life, the world tells us the exact opposite. Wide is the road that leads to heaven. Narrow the road that leads to hell. Jesus says the exact opposite. And that invites us to something more. It calls for our attention, our focus. You see, God is life-giving. He's strong. He's powerful. His spirit is moving in a powerful way. It reminds me of a river. Oftentimes there's a lazy river, and lazy rivers are usually wide. They cover a big spance. But at some point of that lazy river, there might be a turn. And oftentimes with that turn, there's a current. There's a strong power. There's a new life. Well, my friends, the gospel of Jesus Christ is not a lazy river. It is a powerful, loving force. And this gate leads to it. It's a narrow gate. And how beautiful it is to discover this narrow gate, this particular way. St. Francis de Sales has that quote, Nothing is so strong as gentleness. Nothing is so gentle as real strength. The strength of God's narrow way. That, my friends, is something to be on the lookout for. That narrow gate is purity and chastity. It's justice, fortitude, temperance, choosing to live a particular way. It's being prudent. And those things exist not just out there, but here within, in the decisions I make, what I decide, how I decide, to walk and to be with the Lord. So letting him know where I'm from, walking day by day with the strength of humility the passions in right order, and we do so with the cloud of witnesses, the saints. The book of Hebrews tells us today, as the Israelites brought offerings in clean vessels, you and I now are the offering to God.
walking the particular way, the narrow way, him in us and with us. Lord, help us to be and to live in you. God be with you.